0: Welcome to the Bullcast Podcast. I'm Katie Pickler, and with me is Court Winsett.
1: Hello, Katie.
0: And Cameron Spence. Hello. Okay, y'all. Do you know what I just realized? I don't know. <laughs> we it could are, be anything. It could be anything. Yeah, there's could be lots of things. So we're just a little bit over two weeks away from Christmas, which is crazy.
2: That's bananas.
0: Where did Where did it go? I thought we just in our New Year's episode like yesterday, right?
2: I'm still trying to wrap my head around 2019, and it is almost 2023. I was just lamenting the fact that
1: all our kids just left after Thanksgiving, and they're all due back.
0: <laughs> are you ready for them back?
1: I mean, they're they're coming back whether we're ready for them or not.
0: <laughs> but so with it being a little over two weeks away from Christmas, this is definitely kind of getting in a crunch time of ordering gifts. I know there's always the last minute gift shoppers that go out on Christmas Eve and shop in stores, but times have changed for sure. Um, brick and mortar stores are definitely not as well-stocked, I guess is what you could say. And so you're kind of putting yourself in a pinch if you wait to shop in person. Now, again, I'm not saying don't shop in person because they need the love too. We need to keep our real brick and mortar stores around. But it is shopping time. It is crunch time. So more fitting than we're going to got. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> what all I just said in like a mashup. See, I'm already frantic because it's almost Christmas time that I'm just like mushing my words together and hoping y'all can pick it up real fast because I got to hurry up, get done with this recording and go shopping online.
2: Priorities.
1: <laughs> I will say that one of the news stories that I've seen a lot on basic mainstream media recently is that. The stores are actually dealing with a surplus because oh, really? of previous supply line issues. They've got all this stuff now that's that's come in, finally. And so... um
0: Well, they, forget what I said then. <laughs> they may be
1: trying to un- unload
2: it. You certainly are not going
1: to face the stock issues that you did in the previous year
2: or two. Yeah, Abby and I had this brick and mortar conversation a few days ago, so... Uh, For our listeners that are not from the area, we live in Collierville, and we have this huge outdoor mall called Carriage Crossing. Uh And Carriage Crossing seems to be struggling. There are some really random stores you've never heard of kind of popping in. But then in our neighboring suburb, Germantown, you have Saddle Creek, which is booming And I think the difference is Saddle Creek has the really nice stores. Uh Do you think that's due to a success? It has like Lululemon, Apple, Michael Kors, and it seems to always be thriving, whereas our Carriage Crossing is sad. Well, yeah, I cannot claim to be a retail expert or
1: a store expert or anything else, but definitely Germantown has more high-end shops and has always had more high-end shops, uh, Saddle Creek, that is. Apple's been a store there for as long as I can remember. They used to have a sharper image. You know, it was always the place to go for like high tech or high quality clothing or high whatever. Whereas when Carriage Crossing opened, it was more of a traditional mall with the traditional mall stores. Mm -hmm. It's just that it was outdoors instead of all inside. And that was great because. I felt like this side of town needed a a traditional mall with traditional mall stores, but I guess a lot of those traditional mall stores have recently been just killed by online and so
2: forth. And I think location has a big thing to do with it. I was
0: about to say, because it's, you know, the Germantown one is right on the main drag. It's right off Poplar. You can kind of see it versus... Not saying that the carriage crossing is like so far out of the way, but it's.
2: You have to be intentional about going there. You have down. to be
0: planning to go that direction. Yeah. More so, I mean, they built up some more stuff now, but before it was like, where are you going?
1: Yeah, I think they were, when they built it there, I think they were definitely hoping that it would be a destination location that people would intentionally drive mm-hmm. to it, kind of like people intentionally drove to Wolf Chase. Yeah. When they first put Wolf Chase out there, that area was not nearly as packed as it is now. And I mean, now you cannot throw a stone without hitting some sort of commercial retail establishment out there. And I think they were kind of thinking that Carriage Crossing might become the same sort of thing for maybe people that wanted to come out this way instead of going out toward the Wolf Chase way. It just didn't happen.
0: So let me ask you this, and this is not on our outline, but I've just thought about this. Do you feel like, knowing you two, and then y'all can maybe say about your wife's perspective don't call them out though but the difference do you feel like you spend more when you're in the store itself or when you're online
2: i will answer for both me and my wife we spend a lot more in the store and i'm thinking specifically target Uh Mm -hmm. if i'm online i'm looking for specific things i'm not as uh
0: you're not browsing
2: yeah i'm not browsing i want to make it quick that's why i'm online but if i'm in the store especially target that has everything i can spend some money same with costco I treat, uh, with the exception of Costco, which
1: I go up and down every single aisle and look at everything that they have and buy all sorts of things in bulk that I don't need. But pretty much everything else I treat stores, whether I'm going in in person or I'm going online, Exactly the same way. Uh, it doesn't matter what, whether I'm online or in the store. I'm going there for a very specific purpose. There is something I need and I'm going to get it and I'm going to get out as quickly as possible because I don't like to linger.
0: Well, you're rare. Because <laughs> it's. I feel like I've said in the past that like, oh, well, with online, you're just clicking and you don't have that visual of how much is physically in your cart. But... No. I I mean, I very much, I went to Target to go get some, uh, like a little birthday gift for somebody and ended up with a lot of other stuff because it's like, oh, what is this? Oh, look at that. Oh, it's shiny. Let's Mm -hmm. get this. So I think I'm much more of intentional online. Hey, I just want this dress or I just need this item for this person. And in the store, you're going to get me. And especially if you're waiting in line and then they strategically put all these little things like Sephora. I, I know y'all shop at Sephora all the time, Absolutely. right?
1: Yes, no question. But
0: Sephora is will get you because if I go online, I'm picking the exact product I need and then have it either delivered or go pick it up. Mm. If I go into that store, then when you're going to check out, they have the little um, just the bins or whatever right there, which in most stores, those are the cheap stuff, right? Yeah. In Sephora, I mean, that stuff is still expensive. You're getting like a little bitty container of like lip gloss or perfume and it's as much as like a normal thing would be like a big thing. It is... Ridiculous. Yeah, so your, all your little choshkis you add when you're standing in line waiting could then be another $50, 60 $70.
1: That's why I don't go to Sephora.
0: Well, I mean, I know. <laughs> yeah.
1: I go
2: there all the time.
0: I, fa- you need to work on your foundation. I prefer
2: Ulta,
1: so
0: whatever. <laughs> but I mean, Ulta would probably be the exact same. <laughs> I don't know.
1: I've never been into either. I'm
2: a Fenty kind of... Is Fenty makeup... <laughs> is that Rihanna's <laughs> no makeup? I idea. I don't know. Yeah, but you can here. get
0: it at Sephora. Like, I don't know that there's, okay. she has an exact store. Well,
1: okay. <laughs> we, we should... Yeah, lists. we haven't even done the list yet, so... So we've
0: got a couple of lists on this one. The first one is financial lessons that you can learn from your favorite Christmas movie. I think this is going to be fun. Okay, number one, Home Alone.
1: Okay, I want to jump right in before go, you go with the go. real thing that you learned. Because I'll let you do the real thing that you learned, but I want everybody to learn whatever it is that his dad does for a living, because that house is amazing. It's
0: massive. The McAllister house, And yeah. then he
1: flies an entire family to, to Paris or wherever. I mean, my goodness. And he forgets his child two, three times. How many Home Alones are there? I don't a know. Lot. But I mean, whatever that dude does for a living, that's what we all need to do.
0: Yeah. Drug.
1: But what's the, what's the real lesson?
0: So the real lesson is keep home secure when you're away for a holiday. And this is a big one. Posting on social media of your holiday getaways while the house is empty is an open invitation for possible robbery. It's hard to lose more than what you had spent. And so the thing is, is that this got stuck in my head years ago about not posting while you're actually out of town. And then, of course, what it's turned into me is I then don't post when I'm out of town and then I get home and then never post because mm. I'm on to the next thing. But I did always click in my head of like being careful of posting. Of course, in this day and age, you know, you've got all the ring technology and cameras and stuff like that. And if you want to go back to like true old, like neighborhood times, you know, tell your neighbors you're going to be out of town, tell them to watch for things and. Oh, I mean, do people still do that? Tell your neighbors?
2: I We I, never tell our neighbors. I never. Have. I just rely on my ring doorbell and yeah. sensors. Yeah. Alarm. I, mean, I, I
0: tell time. one set of neighbors and they tell me because it's like I, I texted them and said, hey, your, your garage door is still up. I thought y'all were going to New Orleans. And they're like, yeah, can you just go over there and close it for me? And I'm like, okay, sure.
2: <laughs> While yours focused on safety, mm-hmm. this is more financial. So number two on the list is It's a Wonderful Life. And the lesson? Never give up. The moral is there is always a way to get out of debt and bankruptcy. Though it's not easy, it's not impossible.
0: I mean, David would argue there are so many lessons from that movie, and there are. It's, I mean, it's a wonderful movie. It's a wonderful wonderful life. life. (laughs) Uh, But check it out if you haven't seen it yet.
1: Okay, number 3 is Elf, and the lesson learned is <laughs> don't choose work over family. I wonder who's talked about that recently. Oh man, yeah. You know, work-life balance maybe. Uh, does that does that ring a bell for anybody? So, yeah, I basically I don't like this movie. Have have your priorities, lay out your priorities properly and make sure that you remember that work is work and work will never love you back. <laughs>
0: Except like my Lady Gaga quote of work will never tell you that it doesn't love you anymore so it can't break your heart. Okay. (laughs) Okay. uh, And
1: as far as whether or not I like this movie, I think I have kind of fallen victim to the so many people love it that I now watch it and I'm kind of, I I kind of feel like I have to like it, but I'm, I'm sorry.
2: Will Ferrell's just not my favorite. So I think we're all in agreement here. Yeah. We watch it, but I don't like it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, i'm not crazy about it i just i don't like how it's just oh it's elf we gotta watch Elf. like no there's so many other movies out there Mm
2: -hmm. so we've talked about home security digging yourself out of a financial hole and then work Work life life balance balance.
0: (laughs) yeah. okay and that christmas carol don't be a scrooge this holiday season after being visited by the three spirits he realizes it isn't too late to change his money habits to help others you could say old scrooge learned the importance of living and giving like no one else Don't let the ghost of Christmas past keep you from drawing a line in the sand and making a change.
2: After all, it is better to give than to receive. Yeah, <laughs> we talked about this like a year ago, but I think the Muppet Christmas Carol is the best of the Christmas carols. Yeah. Mm.
0: They came out with a new one uh, with Ryan, Re- our buddy Ryan spirited. Reynolds, spirited, yeah. spirited. and Will Farrell. I-,
1: I tried to watch it twice this past weekend and fell asleep twice. I, I just couldn't stay awake for it. So. And it
0: on Apple? So, yeah, sure. I, don't, I don't have that. That's mm. the, like one it's free. Subscription- oh, it is okay for, for a while. That's what I'm getting. I probably already did my trial.
2: <laughs> uh dr seuss's how the grinch stole christmas the lesson money isn't everything Of course. Everyone loves the idea of a perfect holiday celebration, the beautifully adorned decorations, the mouth-watering holiday feast, the long-time dream holiday getaway, and a whole lot more. Well, no, I was just wondering, is this the uh, cartoon version that you get to see every Christmas on TV, or are we talking the Jim Carrey version? Both? Both. I mean, mean, you know, I'm just wondering. And then they came up
0: with a newer cartoon one, too.
2: Money may buy happiness in the form of material wealth, but love is even a greater happiness than all of the material things in the world. So it applies to both. Yeah. Mm.
0: I mean, I, I do love the Jim Carrey one, and uh, Martha May Huvier who has that machine gun light, I've always wanted that. I mean, that's fantastic.
1: I saw a, I don't know, a Rankworthy or a Buzzfeed or a Reddit list the other day of crazy things you didn't know about different movies and how they do what they did. And did you know that that was not special effects, what she did with that gun? They actually filmed that with some sort of motor in the gun that
0: was shooting the light. No,
1: no, no, no. They that was wrapping them back up. So she was actually pulling the lights in reverse. down with that gun. Oh
0: wow! And then they and then I they just reversed too. it, and
1: it sh- it looked like she was putting them up.
0: <laughs> oh, Yeah. Well, and there's a, a picture going around Facebook. Facebook. What is Facebook? <laughs> there's a bit. <laughs> social
2: social network for chickens. <laughs>
0: Facebook okay so there's this picture going around that is a uh, Jim Carrey in the full Grinch and Eddie Murphy and his nutty professor it's apparently they both were filming at the same time and passed each other so it's just this awesome picture of both of them in their costumes I love him he's awesome
1: Okay, next on the list is one of my favorite Christmas my movies. My favorite. <laughs> National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. And what can we possibly learn from that movie? <laughs> Don't bet your life on your Christmas bonus. I've got some little like text here that supports this, but I'm going to kind of get on my soapbox and remind people that bonuses, Christmas bonuses, anytime, year-end bonus, whatever, whatever kind of bonus you get... It's called bonus for a reason. It's never good to plan on receiving bonuses, mm-hmm. no matter what time of the year you're going to receive it. It's never a good idea to plan on that that Christmas bonus or any other kind of bonus. It's never good to expect that as part of your compensation and to assume that you will be receiving that. Because usually bonuses are, are just that. They're a bonus based on you know, a good revenue year for the company you work for. And that means that if a company doesn't have a good revenue year, if they are not profitable, then you may not be getting that bonus. So not only that, but just from a small business owner's perspective, I always like to think that people are rewarded for their good good work and their effort. And that they actually appreciate that bonus, yeah. and that it's you know it's it's the company saying thank you and giving you something that you were not necessarily entitled to. And the second the bonus becomes an entitlement, there's no gratitude left. It's just it's one more thing that's expected, and yeah. that that takes a little a little bit of it away from the employer's perspective. You know, I say don't don't expect them, wait, but when you get them, great, put them to good use. That's good
2: advice.
0: Don't spend the money you don't have. I mean, really, that's kind of what it is, is. you know, In this case, Clark already put the down payment down. Yeah. He was expecting it and then Ooh. didn't have a backup plan if it didn't come in. Mm-hmm. And then also I would think with this movie as well is managing your holiday stress because yeah. then it kind of goes off the deep end.
2: Mm-hmm. Don't invite your crazy cousin over. Don't ride a metal sled down an icy hill. Don't he buy a Christmas not. tree that's d- too large. Always
0: d- keep a coat in the attic in case you get stuck. Yeah,
2: he didn't invite cousin Eddie. He did not invite. Well, cousin don't Eddie. let your cousin stay with you if they show up unexpectedly. <laughs> Tell them what the heck are you doing
0: here? Neighbors, Could go away. Don't be crappy to your neighbors or else it'll bite you in the butt. Why is the carpet all wet? I don't know, Margot. <laughs>
2: I love that movie. I introduced it to Abby last Christmas. What? She had not seen it until last Christmas? And it is her favorite. Abigail, does, does how she, is she not?
1: Does she still listen to our podcast?
2: She does. <laughs> Abby, how could you possibly Abby. not have seen it until last year? That's crazy. She's going to like that. But we quote it year round now.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, I mean, you quote it all the time. It's such a great movie. Mm.
2: Barking for the yak girl. That's <laughs> our favorite
0: line. So, I had. A, I do have to throw on. We had a party once and we made Aunt Bethany Jell-O shots. <laughs> And it had like cereal pushed in it. so It looked like
2: an <laughs> idea. We need to do an episode based only on this movie.
0: That'd be <laughs> for the appreci- we can do a fun little uh, Christmas episode appreciation for this movie. Yes,
2: yeah, yep. very good. Some very trivia.
0: Good. Okay, uh, let's see. Oh, the Santa Claus. Yes. Love this. We watch it
1: every year. Well, this they've is, come
0: out with a TV show now. Yeah.
1: Um, we've watched every episode that's been released so far. I've Any good? The, the, yeah, oh yeah. yeah. yeah if you like two. the Santa Claus movies, you'll like the TV show. Yeah. It's great.
0: Uh, so, everything happens for a reason is the takeaway for this. There will come a time when you feel as if you're not getting what you want in life. You will feel that work has been nothing but work for you just for the sake of money. You'll wonder why your other peers have been on their path of success while you feel like you're on a premature quarter-life crisis. But don't soil yourself on misery. Everything happens for a reason. And um, yeah, I guess it's kind of one of those like opportunity, you know, is always around you. You just have to be open for it. So you never know when Santa's gonna hand you the keys, I guess.
2: Christmas with the cranks. Stick to a holiday plan. And I'm going to add, be careful with Botox.
0: And (laughs) tanning beds.
2: Yes. Having a holiday plan beforehand is smart on the wallet. With a well-prepared holiday goal, you can avoid those last-minute holiday decisions, which can be very extravagant.
0: Oh, the fight in the uh, grocery store over the ham. Mm.
1: I'm going to give this next one short shrift because it's Frozen, and I don't feel Christmassy vibe from that at all. But uh, Frozen, the, the lesson you can learn from Frozen apparently is impulsive emotions can lead to disastrous consequences. And so, you know... Uh, Christmas, yeah. There's probably a lot of impulse buying. There's probably a lot of impulsive reactions to uh, to family and everything like that. So
2: don't do that. The more important lesson from that movie is to just let it go. Yeah, <laughs> just exactly. let it go. Now exactly. it's gonna
0: all be stuck in our head. The oh rest man, of the day. I'm
2: gonna be singing it the rest of the day.
0: <gasps> Jingle all the way, yes. So Okay, Turbo Man. separate your needs from your wants. Yes, it's definitely Turbo Man. Um, Schwarzenegger, I think about this all the time, like if parents actually did this back in the day, because Arnold Schwarzenegger has to get this toy, has waited to the last minute, and then just goes through the craziest of times, and people are cutthroat. I mean, there are punches being thrown. So he gets a, a fake one that speaks Spanish. I mean, <laughs> ridiculous. But take a lesson from this family favorite and learn to leave all the clawing, thrashing, and scheming behind. It's a little too easy to get caught up in the wave of materialism instead of falling into the gotta have it trap. Learn to be content with the things you do have and plan ahead to save up for the things you need. I would also throw Babes in Toyland. I don't know if you've ever seen this. Oh yeah, it's a classic. Yeah, classic movie. Like, be careful of sketchy people that try and put you in their little wagon.
2: <laughs> Just... Same with Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. <laughs> Chitty Chitty
0: Bang Bang. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, 10 tips for a budget-friendly holiday season. Number one, start by paying the bills. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. First, take care of your essentials, rent, utilities, groceries, and then you know what you have to spend on everything else. I mean, duh, that makes sense, right? But seriously, you get caught up in it, and I think what happens to people around this time of year is a cash flow issue. Mm -hmm. Is that that's where they kind of end up with some credit card debt, and it's just because they haven't prioritized. Hey, I need to make sure I get mortgage taken care of, things like that. And then if I wait two days, then I can purchase this and I've got the cash flow. Or that's where go back and listen to our OPM episode, Other People's Money, Sweetest Drug on the Planet. Because what you're doing is leveraging your cash flow, putting it on a credit card and knowing you're paying today, but you've got 30 days until you actually have to pay it off. But just don't keep putting everything, oh, I'll pay it off, I'll pay it off, pay it off, and not think about, oh, I don't have that money actually coming in.
1: Yes, that is the big but for that statement. One of the things, again, a story that I saw on the news this morning was a story about how spending is up this year, spending is better, people are out, people are buying, but there also is a considerably higher amount of credit card debt than there has been in the past. We apparently are facing some of the highest credit card debt that we've seen in many, many years. So what that says to me is people might be spending more that they're not necessarily planning on paying off at the end of the month. And obviously, that's sort of our hard line. You know, you got to try and pay that credit. You got to make sure that you're going to have the money to pay that credit card off when the bill comes due so that you're not getting charged Exorbitant yeah, amounts of interest. The
0: credit interest charge are going up on credit cards. Oh, like yeah. I, I yeah, have one card that's. Going up everywhere. that's yeah. Well, yes, everywhere, but like I'm in this industry and I was almost shocked by that when I saw that a credit card that I have that's, you know, normally 18%, I just went in there and looked and it's 25% now. Yeah. So, holy moly, if you, you know, put all these presents on there and then you're financing it and paying out. But for so much interest. So yeah. yeah, just just don't do it. So if Be you careful. know that
1: you're going to have the money to pay that card off at the end of the month and you're just basically leveraging the card because you've got cash flow issues right now and you need to go ahead and get the presents before Christmas, that's great. Do that. Pay it off at the end of the month. But don't use your credit card as a way to take out a loan on the next big toy. Don't finance your child's toy Turbo Man, <laughs> Turbo Man at 25% interest. That's crazy.
0: Well, and I will give a plug to though, but do use your credit cards and don't just use your cash. If you want to take advantage of the perks and points and, and be strategic on which cards you're using for getting that cash back or those Amazon points or travel points, stuff like that. Okay. Go with number two.
2: Tip number two, set a gift shopping budget and track purchases. Now this is all about, I mean, this is Obvious, but it's not easy to do. Have a game plan going into the holiday season, or you're going to spend out the butt. Have y'all watched a Christmas story story or a Christmas story Christmas? The new,
0: the new one, Christmas yeah, Is it out yet? yeah. yeah
1: it, it's out, yeah, it's, it's out. It's, it's good. It's one of the things impressive. that they do. Yeah, very impressive. What they, the way that they have a very very firm budget on how they're going to buy presents for their kids, and they have they've got it all in cash. This movie isn't set in today's uh-uh. times. They've got it all in cash. And basically, it's like, okay, when this cash is gone, uh, the Christmas shopping is done. And Ralphie, who is now grown and um, played by the same actor, goes through the process of buying all of his kids' Christmas presents. I won't say more about that. Yeah, you no know, spoilers spoiler yet. <laughs> but it's it's impressive the way he does the Christmas shopping. It's not it's, a bad idea. Yeah.
0: This day and age, we're walking around with our phones, like creating notes in your phone that's mm-hmm. just like the people you want to buy stuff for. And then as you buy something, put it in there. I know right now... I've still I've bought some stuff over the past several months and just stuck it in a closet. I've got to go back and pull it out and figure out who did I buy stuff for already that I don't just buy more things. I will say if you're someone who is fearful you're gonna forget somebody, then throw into your budget buying like one or two presents that's kind of universal and could go for whoever if you realize you forgot somebody.
1: That notes app in your iPhone can be if you if you have an iPhone. I assume they probably have a notes app in the other phones too. But my notes app in my iPhone is is like a godsend as far as keeping uh-huh. track of all my kids and my wife's different Christmas wish lists. I have yep. a list for each of them. It's a checklist. And yep. if I buy it, I check it off, boom.
0: Well, and you can share those note lists as well. Yes, we so yeah. like you and your spouse could yeah. share it. I, so yeah. then if you get the present, they could see, oh, well they already got that present and you're yeah. not double. Yeah. Cause I think that's the issue too, is with spouses and stuff like, well, I got Timmy's gift. Well, I got Timmy's gift, too. Well, crap. What about Susie?
1: Yeah, now, I, now as soon as this episode is over, I'm going to go share my notes with my wife <laughs> so that we can make sure that... So if I can get her to add what she's bought that isn't even on the list right? to the to the note, it would be great. Yep. Okay, next on the list is use rewards to stretch your shopping budget. Yeah. Take advantage of free loyalty programs, so you kind of hit on this already, to earn cash back as well as exclusive savings on various holiday purchases. Additionally, if you're paying for purchases with a credit card, she recommends being savvy about which card you're using to maximize rewards. So there you go. Katie already said it, but it's it's worth repeating. One of, the, one of the big benefits of a credit card is the rewards that it offers. And cash back this time of year may not be the worst thing to consider. So which card are you getting cash back on?
0: Okay, the other one, uh, find money in your budget. And this is kind of one of those, mm, this is something that we've talked about year round about trying to get rid of the subscriptions you're not using. I don't know that I like the idea of cutting a subscription just for December to try and buy gifts. What I would flip and say with this one is it's the season of giving. So maybe in December, don't go out to eat as much or don't buy the coffees or teas or stuff like that. And limit those because then you know you're buying gifts. Yeah. That would be my small little tweak.
1: Is there Are there things, remember your budget is part mandatory and it's part discretionary. Mm -hmm. You know, there are bills that you have to pay and you can't cut those out just so you can buy Bobby a toy. But there are also (laughs) bills that you choose to pay. There are things that you choose to buy every month that you could potentially forego for a month so that you have a little bit of extra cash. And that, that might be something that you can consider doing.
2: This next one's interesting, diversify how you shop, meaning don't just shop in-store or just online, do in-store, online, even apps because they offer different promotions and it'll open your eyes.
0: <laughs> Create a new email on some of those sites to get the first-time shopper benefits. <laughs>
2: yes, yeah, as getting out of your shopping comfort zone might open your eyes to a whole new preferred way to shop, but either way, you won't regret the savings realized. Okay, watch for sales on everyday purchases. For example,
1: layer your purchases with deals and promotions, uh, particularly those that provide you with some sort of reward. So for example, many people who buy gift cards can do so as part of a promotion that rewards shoppers after the initial purchase with another gift card. So they can um, use that to either treat themselves or buy something they need or even gift the gift card or donate it or something like that. You know, that's just one example. Listen. I'm I'm not going to lie to you. This one's kind of tough for me. I'm not a big sale shopper. I'm not a big, you know, bargain hunter. It's just not ever been in my in my head and I probably should be I, I think it all it would benefit all of us if we if we were a little bit more conscious about those sales. So if you can do it during this season and maybe find some ways that you can save some money or double up on what you're buying, buy one get one free or stuff like that. To the extent that it helps you, I say, yeah, it's a great idea. But I'm not I'm not going to stand up here and tell you that I'm out there doing this kind of thing.
0: You can kind of get sucked into some of those things. And you may end up buying more stuff because it's got that deal of like buy two, get one free. And you buy, like you really just needed one candle. But now you've got three candles. And did it really balance out with your money? Because you were just going to spend $20. And now you've spent $40. But you've got three candles. So just be careful with that. And I know that with the holidays, it's usually this is kind of last minute, you're busy balancing family and work. And so it's kind of just like, give me what you got. Let's go. Yeah, sure. Sounds good. Add the free gift or whatever.
1: Let me go off on a mini rant here. I just want to say, guys, uh, I have noticed recently, we have certainly complained about it before, but the uh, tendency of people to come up with new acronyms And now the the acronyms are also become words in and of themselves. And the one that I've noticed this holiday season uh, is BOGO buy one, get one. Yeah. And so I heard (laughs) heard stores say, I heard a store say the other day, well, our BOGO offer. And I was like, your, your what offer? And it it just took me a second. When I read it, I can usually, if I, if I see BOGO written out, I'm Mm -hmm. like, oh yeah, buy one, get one. But to hear the store announcement say, our BOGO offer of the day. And I was like, your what offer of the day?
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's BOGO time. Okay. So another tip, spread out your shopping and start early. Well, we're coming to you a little over two weeks away from Christmas, so early is not really an option. But yeah, in theory, I would say if you can kind of spread it out throughout the year, if you're one of those. I mean, I'm always impressed with these people who can shop all year long and then they have it organized. Me, I throw it in my gift closet and it usually dies in there. (laughs)
2: Don't forget about hidden costs. Hidden costs meaning there's more to Christmas than just buying gifts. You have gasoline when you travel. You have ingredients for making meals. Blah, blah, blah. Not only
1: that, but taxes.
2: If you really are, if you're budgeting your your Christmas gift list
1: down to the dime, then keep in mind that every present you buy is gonna be there there's gonna be taxes added to that, sales tax and so forth. So you wanna plan for that as well.
0: Uh, and ca- shipping.
2: And can we talk about Christmas cards? Abby and I ordered some last night, and
0: man, those are expensive. So um, expensive. And with stamps and oh yeah.
1: But I think it is a tradition that my wife would you know, you can have her Christmas cards when you prod them from her cold, dead hand. She would never give up that tradition, <laughs> no matter how expensive it gets. Uh get creative. Okay, we've seen this one before. I feel like <laughs> yep. we're in a time loop now. Get creative creative create your own gifts make your own gifts so on and so forth so that uh, you don't have to spend as much money but like we said be careful about you know making sure that the ingredients for whatever it is you're making whether you're baking something or crafting something make sure that th-
2: that it doesn't end up costing you more than you would have spent on a present <laughs> like last week's episode be like taylor swift make snow globes out of mason jars yeah mm.
0: I would throw in the get creative, and I know I've said this on other episodes, but um, just kind of have an open discussion, especially if it's non-family members and it's like friends. You can just be like, hey, guys, you know, look, I want to get you something for Christmas, but do you want to agree to just like, let's just go out to dinner together or let's, you know, exchange ornaments or something like that, yeah. that you go ahead and set that standard instead of buying things because you don't want to buy something for somebody that they don't really need and just give them another tchotchke, another candle, another, you know, lotion or something like that. So that's another way.
1: Okay. And then last, uh, it's too late for this one. So, um, but you know, if you're going to travel during the holidays, make sure you plan that travel as early as you can, get those bargains. Moving on.
0: (laughs) Okay. So, another thing that we wanted to put in here is the shopping small benefits everyone. And this is going with kind of those small businesses, supporting them. And I'd really think this is big because we've had some small businesses that we've interviewed. We've had Minority in May and we had Carter Nutrition, and those are the businesses that really got hit hard during COVID mm-hmm. because they didn't have big corporations behind them to kind of help with relief. And so I would throw out here: support those small businesses. Um, whether it's you know restaurants that you get gift cards from them, or it's someone who's you know makes something local, support them in different ways you know, consumers across the country agree. More than 93% of shoppers say that they're supporting small businesses more important than ever because of the pandemic, according to the QuickBooks survey.
1: Yeah, not only that, but the holiday shopping season is often make or break for your small businesses, for your local shops and so forth. And with everything that they've dealt with, you know, supply chain issues, uh, the shutdown for COVID, this year I think could be for the, the ones that have managed to hang on and are still out there, this could be the year where we really give them the boost that, they need to say okay we've done it we made it through the crisis we're back we're good so remember they're they're looking that's why it's called Black Friday I know I say this every year but and Black Friday's already happened, but the reason they call it Black Friday is because so many so many retail consumer goods people, they, they do not get in the black. Their mm-hmm. books do not start becoming profitable until that Friday after Thanksgiving. And that's true for, for that Black Friday and the entire holiday season. So visit your local uh, small businesses and retailers and make sure you say hi to them. Good grief. Our corporate overlords have made that difficult. Jeff Bezos? (laughs) Well, that's true. I mean, you know, I'm I'm not gonna lie, I shop on Amazon. But
0: I mean, that's unfortunately with this time of year, it those small businesses, if they're making something custom or they just they don't stock the inventory. So you kind of have to plan a little bit ahead with those small businesses, unless it's something that they're like, hey, we've we've got this in stock. Who wants to buy it? I usually, whether I do it or I look for post of like, hey, what are the local businesses we should be supporting? And I'll kind of look through that. Um, if I, I'm a big supporter of helping friends or sorority sisters. So, like, I know I've got a friend who um, has Southern Barn design, and she makes these fun little note cards and, like, Dolly Parton T-shirts and stuff like that. So I've bought stuff from her. I've got a a friend who has a great Etsy shop that she makes custom lingerie. So, gentlemen, if you you need her information.
1: I, listen, (laughs) a a long time ago, I I, I was told that I was not to buy lingerie for my significant other. She was like, no, I don't want lingerie. Don't be giving me lingerie. (laughs) So, uh, that is something I will let her buy for herself.
2: I prefer my gift unwrapped, you know. Okay. <laughs> Moving on.
0: Uh, so fabulous Nicole has put a little note on here for us and says, "Host, give a shout out to your favorite local small businesses. What you got, boys?" I'm
2: thinking you've got the tea shop.
0: Yeah, I mean, I haven't been in a while, actually. There
1: was a tea sitting on David's desk yesterday.
0: Well, I didn't go. I made Luke go. <laughs> 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 Thanks, Luke. <laughs> So I haven't gone. That's that's my rationale. I haven't gone to the tea shop because I haven't walked in. Mm. I don't know. You know, my hair salon has a little boutique that they have clothes in. So I usually support them and buy stuff because mm. you're there for a bajillion hours as you're getting your hair done. So mm. what are you going to do? You're going to shop. I don't know that I have a local small business right now that is just like my like, absolute have to go mm. to. There's lots of them.
1: Cameron. Cameron's rocking back and forth in his chair like
0: he's- I'm
2: just pondering everything I do is big corporate...
0: I, know. I get my hair cut
2: at Sport Clips. I get my clothes at Target or online. I uh, I don't think I shop small business.
0: Oh, I got Ugh. a good one. Uh Kim O'Wayne Photography. Like I think that would be a great one if you people do not get photos professionally anymore they do it on their phone which their phones are fantastic but I think it'd kind of be cool if there's somebody to give them the gift of a photo session with a photographer and and our girl Kimba is great you can go reach out to her and buy a gift card for somebody
1: what about you Court I guess I actually do have at least one small business that that I will give a shout out to I mean it's not like they're listening but I'll let my my geek flag fly And give a shout out to Comics and Collectibles, which is the the comic store that I most frequently go to when I'm shopping for comic books. It's in Memphis. It's been around forever and ever since I was a kid. I've never
0: heard you talk about this. Uh, it's,
1: it's where my son and I How used to go often shopping did you for you go comics? to this
0: comic book store? I
1: don't go that often anymore, but it is a it is a local store. I mean, you know, I follow him on Facebook. I, you know, it's you
0: did just frequent a comic book store in New York.
1: I did go to Midtown Comics while we were in yeah. New York, and that was fantastic. And there's and, a
0: great photo of him where he's just staring at the wall of comic books. It's just like he's in his happy place. I
1: haven't seen that photo. Interesting.
0: Um,
1: But anyway, yeah. So I'll I'll give a shout out to Comics and Collectibles. They they have been around, since, like I said, since I was a kid. Probably 11 or 12. And they were probably around
2: before even I was 11 or 12. But that's how long I've been going there. So, yeah. I'll go the culinary route and give a shout out to Las Delicias. Because it's it's easy to forget some restaurants are small businesses. Oh, yeah. Absolutely.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm sitting here like I'm kicking myself because I know there's other places in the local area Area that I frequent, that I'm just not picturing as my small businesses. Yeah,
2: for women, that boutiques are a big thing. Yeah. And oh yeah. All boutiques are small businesses mm-hmm. for the most part. Yeah, no question. Absolutely.
0: I don't think you don't we're going to bullseye?
2: bullseye this one. Okay. Do we need to bullseye? Do you want to bullseye? No.
0: I mean, I I don't think so. It's just you know, here's some helpful tips. Obviously, you've heard it till you're blue in the face. But this is again, I think, Court, you really triggered this last episode about how so much I of have a wh- tendency to trigger people. you. Trigger people. <laughs> So much of what we talk about on this podcast, you know, there's some episodes definitely we're giving some education that you may not know of. Others like this one, it's kind of that aha, that kind of duh moment, but it's just that awareness and recognition of, hey, I probably should rethink better. That's a good idea. But at the end of the day, you've got to figure out what works for you and your family. And these are just kind of helpful hints, but As we've said so many times before, just with like financial planning and looking at you know budget for your December, you've gotta see what is right for you. So what we're telling you is just generalized. This doesn't mean that we're telling you who's listening right now that you should go rack up credit cards and know that you're gonna pay it off in a month if you know your personality, that you've had problems with credit cards in the past, then don't do it. So that's where I just wanna throw that out there of just everyone's unique, No matter what social media tells you, you all have a unique story and a unique plan for this holiday season.
1: So, always shop thoughtfully. Always be thoughtful. Be thoughtful. Or, as Mad-Eye Moody said in Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, constant vigilance!
0: (laughs) Oh, gosh. I feel like this is kind of one of those, like, don't go to the grocery store hungry shopping last minute frantic oh, yeah. don't do that either oh man because I, then you will buy recipe every recipe
1: for me to spend so much money
0: exactly <laughs> so don't think that you're like oh i'm just gonna five minutes i'm gonna run into target it was not five minutes it was 15 minutes and you just spent instead of twenty dollars you spent five hundred dollars
2: <laughs> we said no bullseyes and you've given three bullseyes know, so far i'm
0: sorry no, i that's just what like she always bullseye. does. Whether
2: i tell her to bullseye or not she's gonna bullseye
1: some stuff so i figured i'd just let her go cam you got any pearls you want to drop no <laughs> all right Whoa, how convenient. Ladies and gentlemen, there's the closing bell. You've made it to the end of yet another episode of the Bullcast Podcast. If you liked what you heard and you'd like to hear more, please feel free to go to your favorite subscription service. We're on all of them. And sign up to have our podcast beamed directly to your listening device every single Thursday at noon. If you'd like to find out more about me, Katie, and Cameron, please feel free to go to our website. That's bullcastpodcast.com. You can leave a comment, uh, ask us a question, or suggest a topic if there's something you want to hear. Um, we also have bios on there so you can find out about us yeah, we probably need to update those bios and update our pictures <laughs> it's been a while probably um, speaking of pictures if you like pictures we do have a an Instagram handle that Instagram handle is at Bullcast podcast we've actually been posting more on there since uh, since Nicole started working oh, with us yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, And then we also have Twitter. I don't know what we post on Twitter or if we post on Twitter because I ain't on Twitter. But that handle is at Bullcast Podcast as well. Finally, if you'd like to find out more about what it is that Cameron and Katie and I actually do for a living where we work. We work for a place called Pickler Wealth Advisors. And if you'd like to find out more about Pickler Wealth Advisors, what we can do for our clients, find out about our amazing team and our boss, David A. Pickler, please feel free to go to that website. That website is picklerwealthadvisors.com. That's advisors with an O. Not an E. Ladies and gentlemen, we have given you everything you need to go forth and shop. So for now, I'm signing off. I'm Court.
0: I'm Katie.
1: I'm Cam. And we're done.